we on? 30? Today's the... Uh, we're on episode 34, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, they don't give you... We don't get on days off, man. We get a bonus. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Headless Horseman Podcast, where we get a little headless, a little reckless, but we bring it in at the end of the day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Optimus Coctimus, joined today with... See more butts, man. And welcome to episode 34. Um, we hope you guys had a great Christmas, a great New Year's. Um, I hope you guys got some actual resolutions. I hope you guys actually hit them this year. Don't be a weenie, you know, hit them, hit them for what they're worth. But, um, you know, there was a lot of sports conversation we got to go over. Um, sorry we didn't get this episode out last week. I was sick. I got decommissioned for about like a week. I got, I, I don't know what I had, but I got to stop kissing strippers in the mouth. Yeah, bro. You need to stop eating used box. Stop it. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, what did you want to get into first? Did you want to go ahead and get into that Dolphins versus? Uh, yeah, you man. Let you, hey, hey, yeah. hey. Let, let, let's talk about. Uh, Oh, let's talk about no, 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 not the Chiefs just yet. Oh, the uh, Browns and the Texans. Oh, Dude, yeah, the freaking Browns got freaking bent over and just that Ooh. defense got exposed, <laughs> dude. And it's like you play tougher opponents all year and you get freaking worked like that. A rookie QB, right? a rookie QB, and a rookie head coach, mind you. <clears throat> and that defense, white supremacist punch in air right now, bro. They thought Joe Flacco returned. I thought he did, too. I thought Joe Flacco was finally back, you know, in terms of I thought. But then again, it always happens like this. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because like, here's here, like, here's my thing. You overhype things, and then things get, you know, freaking beat down. It's like it, it just seems to be a natural occurring phenomenon, you know. Because it's like you'll you'll get hyped about some type of sports anomaly, which is Joe Flacco coming back like he did, right? Right. And then it's like, oh, you know, no, he's all washed and everything. I'm like, dude, he just had a really bad playoff game. I think the the <laughs> Texans obviously wanted it more, and we're going to be oh, honest man. here. Yeah, bro. I think um, the Browns are just happy to be in the playoffs and say, here y'all get. Y'all doubted us all year. We got here. 
Well, I was surprised the defense gave up 45. Like, if it was a 14 to, like, 25 game, I'd been like, the defense obviously tried, and the offense couldn't capitalize. They got whoops so bad. But 45 to 14 by a rookie quarterback? Three touchdowns. Bro, he only missed five attempts. Yes. So, you, you sit here, you're sitting here, and you're telling me. My God, bro. That. The biggest thing is going to be, does C.J. Stroud go through the, the second-year slump? Yeah. You know. Where they kind of try to figure – they kind of figure you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. That – Like then, we've seen with uh, Trevor Lawrence and what, Burrow? Well, he got injured for a lot of it. That's why I'm like, it's so hard oh, to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I take I mean? that back. I'd say – Because uh, even Trevor Lawrence got hurt with that ankle injury in it. You can tell that probably messed with his momentum. But what I'm talking about, it's like you can't – First year, you get away with being able to run a lot of different offense or the offensive schemes that you get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're built around you. But now that they got film on you from that first year, what are you going to do to produce new film that they haven't seen for that second year? You know, the changes that you got to make. You're like freaking Rams that one year. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Sean McVay went to the Super Bowl that one year, right? Damn, they got it. And then it took them like, what, three, four years, and they had to go back to the drawing board on a lot of stuff. Um, it's crazy because it, if you look at the score and you see 13-3, and three, it wasn't a beatdown, but they got embarrassed. It's like they couldn't cross their side of the 50 if their life depended on it. Well, the thing was, I was watching a video about the Browns' offense. They like to run a lot of that play action, but then it's like when you have yep. that, that the play action where it's just detailed on just sucking paws <laughs> both the line. <laughs> <laughs> That dude that was like riding the D, and the guy was like, <laughs> Defense, he's like riding the defense. But, like, I was talking about like having, having, un, having disciplined linebackers that can actually sit where they need to sit so Joe Flacco can't make those reads. Because, yeah, in, in, in what's his name, in Joku, the tight end, in Joku, yeah, David, you're probably, Njoku? you're probably red lighting that guy the whole game, and then Amari Cooper, too. Oh man, and then you got to figure out a different way to win. And then it's yeah. like they didn't probably have that running game that they maybe they didn't have that running game they had before. I don't have the stats in front of me, right. but when you when you have di- disciplined linebackers that don't get you know pulled in by the the play action, right? What are you gonna do? And the only way you can run very good play action is if you can do- uh, run like a good run game. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, you. you you know what I mean. And then it's like but if Joe you can't f- run the ball, why don't you run a play action? For, exactly. You know? And then the thing is, to bail out, a good way to bail out play action is, like, can you get a quarterback that's dual threat enough to run just to get those two, three, four yards? Yep. And Joe and Flacco. you don't have a quarterback. Joe Flacco's, like, 40. I don't expect. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> Joe Flacco, 40. Yeah. Talked about. Like, no. what are you supposed to do if you don't have a quarterback <laughs> who can extend the play with his leg? Exactly. the play action isn't working. When all we need you to do is get two or three yards. Because we can't keep throwing the ball out. On a playoff because you don't want to mess up your quarterback uh, right. percentage. We need you to, oh, oh, oh. Get your, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, lay it out on the line for the playoffs, dog. We need you, we need you to run to scamper to get those two or three yards in those situations. Yeah, Because right. now we got to deal with, you're trying to run a deep play action with the three tight end set on a third and six. You don't, what? you're not going to be able to do that. 
Why? Why would you? You run? can't. You can't do. It. They, I would just go like five wide in that situation. No, but they love to run that play action. They like the video I was talking about. They were running like three tight end, three tight end personnel, three three tight end personnel, two running backs, where they just pull the full back into block. Another guy, they just got two options that they're running off the play action. And I'm like, you can do that against the Jets for sure. Yeah. Because the Milfson, when he doesn't start carrying, like the, <laughs> the de- Milfson, the defense just gets appalled can, and yeah, lacklustered. But when you got a Houston defense that want to play in an offense that can capitalize on it, I mean, your offensive schemes are going to change. I mean, those right. three announcements that I guess they were getting, they were like getting pissed off. I think like, bro, we just sat down and you already got another three and out. Yeah. Come on, dog. I'm gonna have to watch the highlights from that. Mm-hmm. I when did I tune into the to the game? Mm-hmm. I think I started watching before I lay down and like Stroud threw a touchdown or something. It started to get ugly. Yeah, no, I I didn't watch I didn't watch a lot of that. Uh, I didn't even watch any of the game because I was just like, look, I, I think I was like taking a test. But yeah, no, K- Kareem Hunt had eight carries for 26 yards and one touchdown. David and Joku had seven receptions for 93 yards. So obviously they weren't probably getting the ball that they wanted. Well, dude, in their team stats, the only place the Houston dominated was the rushing yards. Right. Seems like they just could not capitalize when they had the ball. Because yards. Fourteen points is unacceptable. Thirteen thirteen points by an offense that usually puts up probably twenty one. Yeah. You're you're under your average. Come on, buddy. And Joku got ninety yards. But yeah. How, what did what did you do for Cooper there? Only five targets. Yeah, see, see. Oh, that's unacceptable. Mm-mm-mm. That's unacceptable, dog. Yep. Yeah, oh, Mark Cooper. How many five sacks? targets, four receptions, and fifty-nine yards. Cleveland, no interceptions. Mm. Cleveland, no mm. kick returns. There is not a lot of uh, defensive stats for Houston. This yeah, is no, kind of sad. This and we're not stupid. looking at. If we're not just reading the game based on the stats. But I want to see if they had any sacks or any pressures that could have. Co- Y'all didn't even hurt, so they didn't allow. I'm kind of proud of the fact that the freaking Texans did a lot of those sacks, but no. Yeah, no, no, this is The terrible. fact that the Browns didn't even get one, mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. Yeah, look look how many third downs that. Only five tackles for losses. Dude, brother, what are you doing? Then check this out. Third down gonna... conversions for the Browns was seven for 15. Texans was two for eight. Only five tackles for losses. Yeah, dude, their defense was not playing at yeah, all. Yeah, you're not going to win. You're Jack not shit. Win. Especially you're, when you don't ele- especially when you don't freaking get any sacks or pressure the quarterback. Yeah. So, I two Browns had two interceptions compared to the zero. Um How yeah. many sacks did the Texans defense have? Do you know? Oh, uh, I'm trying to look. They just got oh, two sacks. I got it. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you may get it. Browns went for four fourth down conversions and was 0 and 4. They got four sacks and 11 tackles for losses. Mm, Jesus. Come on, like, player. Four tacks, eleven. Four sacks, eleven tackles for loss. They were screaming at Joe. But, that, but now that now that that Joe uh that Flacco tackle that Flacco tackle pipe, you know what I'm saying? Now that that's wrapped up. You know what time it is? What's up? Time to discuss the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. Yeah, we got a we got an honorary Chiefs fan over here, a, a writer. He wasn't there early on in the days, but he's been riding for Patrick Mahomey. And and Mr. Fies, no, I'm playing. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm playing. But uh, yeah, go ahead and talk about your win today, dog. Go That's ahead and give great. us the deets, brother. Well, it all started on a cold day in Kansas City. Oh my City. god! I'm about to pull up the stats. I said stuff. Pacheco doing his thing. Mm. She writes 
catching the ball. Mm. Valdez Scaling finally catch the ball. And don't and uh, what you call it, Travis Kelsey? You ain't safe neither, cause uh, you had a drop pass back there. That was terrible, man. That was absolutely mm. unacceptable. Anywho, I just think, how long has Tua been in the league for? About Is five he... seasons, four. 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 I think four or something like that. Miami fans are 50-50 on how they feel about him. Some of them want him gone, and some of them don't. Really? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you should move on from Tua. Because the, the grass... No, you're up. good. I don't know. It just sounds echoey. It may just be my headphones or whatever. But I don't think... Because, you know, with a lot of these quarterback situations where they get rid of one, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Well, who are they going to replace him with? Exactly. You're going to... People, they, they were talking about they wanted to take a chance in the draft to go for somebody like uh, Bo Nix or another quarterback. They wanted Bo Nix or another quarterback, so it's kind of like, uh, why would you? Do you really want a rookie quarterback taking the reins in Miami? Especially when Tyree Kill's in his prime right now. Well, well, I mean, hey, and Tyree Kill found out the grass isn't greener on the other side too, because. He's not going farther in the playoffs. Yeah, 26-7. He was the only touchdown. But it's like, after that, you didn't do nothing. Your coach didn't call anything to get you more opportunities. Oh, they didn't run that special offense anymore? Bro, like, it didn't even feel like a playoff game for me to watch. Like, at first, I was nervous because, you know, you don't. I don't know which which Chiefs team is going to show up. But after after Tyreek Hill had his one-play touchdown, I started to calm down a little bit, and then we just started. The defense started to play well. We started to stop the run with Mostert. But my favorite part was just seeing how McDaniels really didn't put Tyreek Hill in a situation to thrive as much as you would have liked to see him see. Oh, really? Yeah, bro. Hmm. That's that's sad. Like some of the some of the things I'm looking at here. Tua went 20 for 39, 199 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Pat Mahomes went 23 for 41, 262, one touchdown. Rice, your guys' receiver, had eight receptions for 130 yards and one touchdown. Compared to Tyreek Hill, five receptions, 62 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, wow, wow, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there is no way. I want to see how many targets Tyreek got. Tyreek? Tyreek? He had five. He receptions. had eight targets. Yeah, eight targets, five receptions. Waddle had five targets, two receptions. Jalen Waddle yeah, had two. Jalen Waddle played like shit, bro. Five targets and two. Ass yeah. cheeks, man. Mm. Same thing. Who else do I want to get on to? Was it Cedric Wilson? I mean, I mean Cedric Wilson. Seven targets. Yeah, I ain't seven. mad at it. I ain't mad at it because he, he got traded. And, uh, it's you Cedric. guys had a I'm fumble? not expecting nothing out of freaking Cedric Wilson. The Cowboys traded him, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, Isaiah Pacheco went off. But freaking... Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, abs- like, hold on, Miami fans, because there was a, there was a, who did you guys beat? Who did you guys whoop on? Who did you guys beat, bro? You guys beat the brakes off of somebody earlier during the season. Oh, the 71-point game? Was that who it was? The Broncos. Yeah. 70 to 20. What happened since then? I don't know, dog. Like, you guys had the same, you pretty much had the same offense. I, defense injuries, okay, I get it, understandable. Next man up, it's playoffs, bottom line. Mm. But the offense, like, what happened? That's inexcusable. How in the hell do you go to that? You go from whooping that same team that, that held that same Kansas City to what? They beat us, like, what, 
the Broncos did this year. Oh wow, that's the same team, bro. Yeah, who's and they on. and they beat them seventy to twenty. Yeah, and then you go down and you go down later in the season and absolutely wet the bed in Arrowhead. When the no person you look, when the person you look for showed up, yeah, that's the crazy part. Like Dolphins fans, how do you even feel about that? I don't blame you. I'd be sitting there, I'd be sitting there pissed at McDaniel. I mean, Tua certainly throwing that pick the way he did that certainly didn't help. But I'd be sitting there like uh, McDaniel's. It's almost like he was a little bit predictable, you know. Well, dude, I, I mean, everybody. I think I was watching a guy talk about how the offense had to evolve last year where they were using motion a lot for like their speed guys to get them open to actually get so when they run those like 15 yard post routes mm-hmm. and they can sit like literally like right behind that safety that may spot like sit in the middle of the field or that linebacker right they would run waddle in motion tyree kill in motion a lot of times because they wanted to go ahead and give them a head start because you can't jam that right once they start it's like it's too hard to jam right so you know and then and then they start getting their tight ends a little bit more involved with, you know, under route, dink and dunk routes and stuff like that so they can open up the big plays better. Now, the problem is I think this year is like I think a lot of people saw that. You know, if it's not this, like they can understand the checkers that Mike was playing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's prob- that's probably what happened. And the thing was it's like forcing Tua to actually have to like stay in the pocket longer yep. probably makes him a lot uncomfortable. Mm, yep. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, he doesn't have the same O line like he does at Alabama. Well, the NFL, everything's everything is either you got to make that read or you got to make another smart well, decision. Well, but on top at the, of that. and also at the same time, it's like the blitz packages that some of these teams probably come up with is probably insane. And you know, I was watching how like guys break down like how they play zone and man in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's like where guys may get pop, passed off when you have like one, two, yeah, three, four. Yeah, yeah, they be passing it off. Yo, like yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll get passed off. But even in zones, it's like guys talk and they understand, okay, if he goes here, he goes here. Or they'll mix where they have like the weak side will be man. Yeah. And then they'll mix and the strong side. Strong zone? side will be zone. Yeah. So you'll have like a cover two, like a cover three man split the field. One half of the field's cover three. The other side is uh, uh, two man with mm-hmm. one on the top or something like that. Yeah. You know, you'll see in the red zone where guys will stack where it's like you'll have a safety that stacks right over the two corners that got to play up on two receivers on both sides of the ball depending on the yeah. split. So you got to think it's like a lot of your zone coverages are getting disguised so well to where it's like, you, you know what I mean? And then it's like when you can run blitz packages where you got to force the maybe a guy that's not used to being a star player or a playmaker to actually make a play, that's when things get scary because now he doesn't know how to make the ra- the read on like some of those receiver like uh, choice routes, right? So he doesn't know, should I fade in? Should I Do I run straight up the seam? Do I come in a little bit more? Because that safety's right there. And if you haven't been in that position to make that read, it's going to be tough. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, Shannon Sharp was kind of right about uh, probably Tyreek Hill being a body catcher. Yeah, Catches dude. the ball with his body, doesn't have hands like Antonio Brown. And then Tua. Did you see when they were, uh, the commentator? Oh, no, you weren't watching. But uh, the commentator was talking about how uh, Rice was catching the ball with his hands, like plucking it out the air. Yeah. And he was giving him his flowers because it's like cold as hell out there. Yeah. And and then uh, simultaneously on the other side, you had a lot of them trying to like catch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's cold. It's cold. You don't want to use your hands. But what are you saying about uh, Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp was just talking about, oh, I got receipts to us since you said you got receipts. He was like, Tyreek, remember how you still catch with your body? I was like, 
And then he was just like, yeah, two. I think he said something about Tua just not being a good playmaker or something like that. Yeah. But my thing is, I haven't seen Tua make audibles. Like, uh-uh, no. Like, he's, he's... No. Like, when, um... He's so used to guys... He's so used to relying on guys' ability to get open. He doesn't, To make plays for Yeah, him. he doesn't try to manipulate he, routes. Well, you can't manipulate it. He probably just doesn't know how to... Because I think that's kind of just the hard part to, to his defense about having such a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Because they know how to do it for you a lot of times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who was his coordinator? Sark? Uh, I forgot. Well, no. Mike McDaniels runs most of the offense at this point. Oh, dude. I was thinking about in college. Yeah. But uh, you think about that. that You're not going to make as many plays because it's like, yeah, I don't have to, you know. And that's I think that's going to be the biggest thing is like two and next year has to make those audibles. Like he, ha- he can't be. He has to start making those audibles. Because there's like, only so much you can do to just uh, put. To try and anticipate what the defense is going to run. That, and then, like, once they get through the disguise, it's like, dude, what are you going to do? Now you see it for what it is. You know, you can only do so many, well, I'm going to extend the play with my leg. It's like, well, dude, you also are concussion prone at this point. Yeah. How many concussions has he had? Two? Two, where he was throwing up, you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but he's throwing up gang signs. Oh, yeah, dude, when he was on his back? Yeah, just suck. And I'm like, dude, how likely are you to extend those plays? And then number two, it's like you probably, if you want to start getting those protections you need when those blitz packages come, you got to start probably start shifting line and start calling people in. Learning to read the field. Yeah, exactly, and, that. and that's the, that's going to be the next hump to get over. It's like how do you as a quarterback be an extension of your offensive coordinator where you make where you make the right audibles to get your players to open, right. to make your playmakers look like playmakers? Because if we're honest, how much could have Tyreek Hill want, uh, done to win the MVP if he could have had more of that? Because it's like – how much pressure was really on your offensive coordinator to do all that? And it's like, okay, well, our quarterback needs to make more reads. Like we told you, check at the line. You know, I would have liked to no see. At the line. I would have definitely liked to see since mm. Tyreek Hill is being doubled at the top. I would have definitely liked to see him in the slot, and then you attack that side that he motions to to make him communicate, mm-hmm. and you put Jalen Waddle in between. Yeah. As your speed guy, and then keep Cedric Wilson, who's your guy, a little bit taller on the outside. Yeah. Because so, then, once he goes to that side, they're going to have to communicate. Yeah, with and the they move team. with it. And they and, have to move with and it. And we didn't see none of that. So, yeah, I, I mean, we didn't see, bro, it was bad. I'm pretty sure there was doubles all day on Tyreek. And once, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. once the Tyreek doubles were taken care of, you know, especially, like, you look at some of those catches, it's like, dude, yeah, we'll let you try to we'll let you try to beat us with your athleticism all day. But if you can't stay hot out here, we know it's going to be a long day for you, yeah, buddy. If we If we – if we just get you within 30 to 40 yards outside the end zone, we'll take the deep play. Mm-hmm. But once we got you inside that red zone, Tyreek's not going to be a possession. Yeah, see, see, that, that's exactly – this This is exactly what I'm talking about. Look at this. And we got good pressure, look too. Look, look, look. See, so they, they clamp up on the zone, and then look at that. Over that the top, was, can't even get nothing. Dude, I was sitting there, I was like, yes, yes. Look, they don't even – and that's the thing. They just run a little st- stunt. Pocket collapses, overthrows Waddle, and I mean, dude, where were you really? Was this even a playable ball here? Look at this. I don't know where he was going. Look over the middle to watch. You'll see it. He cuts in. They love to run this too. I don't those know. deep ends. But you got four four guys four sitting in the zone. They, how are you? Look, look from the line. Look, check this out. You're gonna just see him. Look, he's gonna come across the middle. right here, right here. Look at this. Where were you going to, dude? Where the fuck is he throwing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know who he's Oh, my to. God. Yeah, fair use, fair use. Yeah, dude. 
Five so, people there. Yeah, it, it was stupid. Because he's, oh, Lord have mercy. Um, oh, well, you're going to get your guy killed doing shit like that. Bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Almost got his head taken off. Better be thankful that you ain't playing in the days of Ray Lewis. That, <laughs> that dude would have paid the price for coming across the middle. Like, Ed Reed may have taken his head off or somebody else would have took his head off for sure. Um, How are you feeling about the Cowboys and Packers today? Oh, that game is going to be a game. Like, right now, we're like, it's like literally hour to hour about Christian Watson and uh, uh, Jair Alexander playing today because of the ankle injury and something, whatever happened to Christian Watson's hamstring. Jordan Love is doing what he's supposed to do, I think, offensively speaking. I think he's finally figuring it out for what he needs to do to actually make good playmaking calls. Um, He's making a lot of deep shots. He has a lot of confidence in the balls that he's supposed to throw now. And wouldn't it be something if he just came out like a polished quarterback and just started dotting up that Cowboys defense? If we run the ball decent, we will have a chance. Like, I'm talking, seeing the blitzes. Yeah, no, that's going to come down to our run game. We've always been a team that needs to take pride in running the ball. We should try to make it as easy as possible on Jordan Love to make the throws that he needs to make. I I, I just can't believe y'all made it, man. To be honest, at this point, (laughs) me either. Like, one guy I was watching, he was like, I think we could win 10 games this year. I thought we were going to win, like, six or eight. So, 10 games this year is actually really good for Jordan Love. Now, like I said, like, a lot of a lot of the season came to figuring out. But you look at a lot of great quarterbacks. I mean, look at Tom Brady, for example. Some of those early rings, bro, they were barely getting in on a wild card. Yeah. Like, as you know long what I mean? as they figured out that offense. Yeah, it was, like, part. it took forever to figure out the offense. I think if we can do that, I think we have enough talented receivers to put us in a position. Right. It's just, honestly, and it's, some of it's going to depend on what type of Dallas defense shows up today. If a veteran Dallas defense shows up today, we're going to have a long day. Right. A very long day because Dallas, Dallas's defense, dog, it's the only reason they get to the playoffs some days. But then if, if Lodak turned into high Dak, <laughs> God. Lodak turned into yeah, if he turns into the high Dak, like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see what happens today. But, yeah, like, it's just going to depend on who we can get into this game. And then um, other news around the NFL. Max Crosby will request a trade if the team doesn't retain interim head coach Antonio Pierce. Do you think he's going to get hired as the head coach? Oh, I, I doubt it. Raiders, dude, if I was Mark Davis, was it Mark Davis that's in charge of it? Of the G, you're talking about the GM, mm-hmm. the I owner so. or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Would do with that ugly bowl. Chucky, pack. Chucky. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I would trade Crosby and get a couple first round picks and just rebuild. You you wouldn't run with the what they got now. They've been closing out games, dog. No. What has you feeling this way? I'd go after. Uh, I'd probably go after somebody like. Honestly, I'd I'd hope freaking Pittsburgh lets go of Mike Tomlin. Hey, look. Well, don't let the Raiders get Mike Tomlin as their head coach and make some and, and make some noise in the playoffs. That's the last thing you want. Let's see. Who are they Especially in? me as a Chiefs fan. Tomlin's a way better coach than freaking McDaniel ever would be. And then yeah, but rebuild I rebuild and get him some pieces with a decent quarterback. Wow. No, I'm just listening to you. I, yeah. I was just looking at who got and fired yeah. and who's you. And get a de- and uh, get a decent quarterback. Yeah. Mike Tomlin actually have a nice quarterback. I mean, Big Ben was okay until his fall off, but it's not like he's had any prolific quarterback ever since then. Trubisky or freaking Kenny Biggs. That was such a terrible man, Rudolph Mason Rudolph. Yeah, bro. Oh, dude, I think the camera. Hold on, stupid camera always be dying. Don't tell me I ran out. Hot. 
All right, we're going to pause real quick, guys. We got some technical difficulties. <laughs> um, I should have bought a freaking SD card. But I didn't buy an SD card. All right. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah, we're still good. We're still good. We are live. Um, so anyways, like I was saying, um, wait, hold on. Let me make sure this is working. All right, breaking news. Uh, Christian Watson and Jair Alexander will be playing tonight. So, uh, yeah. Oh, can you flip the thing back? Mm -hmm. God. can't believe I... The, 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 yeah, just flip it towards us. Oh, my God, we're into upside down. Yeah, I don't know how we're good now. But, uh, yeah, so they're going to be playing tonight, which is good. I like to hear that. So that's something that's good. But, yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and go back. We were talking about coaches everywhere. So, yeah. So uh, Antonio Pierce, I think it'll be good if he stays there just because he has those boys playing. Um, that's why I'd honestly like to see him stay. But, I mean, we all know the biggest uh, blockbuster is going to be where Bill Belichick ends up going. Mm. I think Pete Carroll just got moved up to, like, GM or scout, head scout or something like that. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said he, ended, he, he said he was fighting for his job. He said he was going out there to fight. Like, he wanted to still coach, but they're like, nah, buddy, you may be better off in some other type of position. And I kind of agree, considering that I don't know if Pete Carroll would have been coaching this long after that Super Bowl loss. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that. Look, man, that was one of the most questionable play calls of all time. That will haunt Pete Carroll for the rest of his career. Same thing with Russell Wilson, too. Just look at what happened to him now. And I actually feel bad for Russ because of how the Broncos did him. Um, let's see. Brandon State. What? No. Arthur Smith. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying. Arthur to Smith, man. Arthur Smith. Bro, you tried so hard to be such a cutthroat football coach, and it got your ass canned, bro. You yeah, didn't. You yeah. didn't. You didn't use Bijan or freaking Kyle Pitts at all, efficiently. To save your life, dog. Mm, mm. You know how painful it was for fantasy owners? I'm not even a fantasy guy, but I'm expressing my frustration. Mm. All right? Mm. Like, Jesus Christ, man. So, I've never seen a guy do so much with so little. I mean, other than Ryan Day, of course. Mm -hmm. Other than freaking Arthur Smith. Like, you should have done way better than, man. It's ridiculous. How do you feel about Mayo being uh, the... Uh, the new guy at New England. Do you think that was a good move? Yeah, but if you, uh, whenever you lose your first game or you lose the game in a questionable way, bro, if they if they tie a bundle of sticks and tie it outside your house, brother, next time it's going to be dynamite. That, that, that's all I'm letting you know. You're mine. Yeah, <laughs> that window, you're mine. <laughs> Hard R alert. Hard R alert. Canned, canned, canned. <laughs> Check will be at the line. I'm too, I'm too ready to break. No, I mean, hard R alert. With here's the thing: he was yeah. a he was a solid linebacker, though. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think he's coached with them before. Mm -hmm. Like he's a lifetime New England Patriot, so there's gonna probably be a good amount. It's just the problem with the thing is, is too going into an organization like New England is not the same as going into Houston. Like you think about how much this new head coach has done. Everybody praises him right now for getting to the playoffs with a new quarterback. But if he was in New England with the losses they had earlier on this year. You're washed. You're trash. You're not even a good coordinator. Defensive coordinators usually never make good head coaches. Why are you coaching? Like you know, mm -hmm. but I think that's kind of nice about going into some of those that aren't as hard. I mean, Frank Reich is out. 
Frank Reichen. Where Carolina Panthers. Panthers. GM? Owner? Uh, I think he I is. I think he's a GM or owner. Is he the owner? Nah, if you're getting fired as the owner, dude, like they had to move stuff in the I state. I thought their head coach was somebody else. I think it's it. I think he is the whatever. So I think he may be the GM. Yeah. Cool. He's not the owner. Owner's David Tepper. Then, of course, Josh McDaniels Josh out. McDaniels. Brandon Staley is yeah, out from shit. the Chargers. What a dog shit head coach. Man. Arthur Smith. Staley, you should have never left Ron, the Rams, bro. Ron Rivera is out. Arthur Smith is gone. Bye, trash-ass nigga. Ron Rivera. Mm. I was surprised Mike Vrabel got freaking snipped. Yeah, they should have given him one more year, man. With, uh, well, he was an AFC champion. Uh, he won a... Made multiple playoffs things. They're just in a little bit of rebuilding. But the thing was... Did he is that coach at New England? He was the defensive coordinator, I think, for a while. Yeah, like, wasn't he a coordinator? He was yeah. one of them. No, 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 no. No, no, Matt Patricia was. Yeah, he was a... No, I think he was like a... A, a linebacker's coach or something? Assistant something coach? like that. Yeah, something like that. But the thing that didn't help, too, is I guess they didn't have a good relationship between him and the GM. Him and the GM would butt heads, I guess, and stuff like that. Mm. And the owner was like... I'm going to choose the GM, I guess. And they're like, Mike Vrabel got to go. But I'm just like, you don't get coaches. <clears throat> it's hard to find coaches that players want to play for. Right. That is a hard thing to do. Now, I can understand with the Derrick Henry situation, you know, this is his last year. I think they just let him go, which I think is probably the best thing they could have done for him. Because he's been talking about, like, I, I think if Mike Vrabel would have stayed, I think Henry would have stayed. But when he got cut or figured out this is what's going on behind the scenes, yeah, I've been like, dude, I'm leaving. You know, if I'm Derrick Henry. Right. Because, I mean, let's be honest here. There's going to be plenty of places that I'll probably pay, like, close to a max extension for Derrick Henry, considering that he's not a running back that gets injured all the time. You know, he's still dependable. Even mm -hmm. in his later years, he can still lean to get – he may not be as explosive, but he can still lean on people to get three or four yards. Yep. That's a 6'2 guy. You're going to have to tackle that frame. So, I'd like to – if I was Derrick Henry, where would I go if I was Derrick Henry? I really want a chance to get in a ring. I mean, I think the best spot would probably be the Chiefs. Maybe For Derrick Henry? Yeah. Uh, or he Chiefs? could come to Green Bay. He could yeah, come to Packers. Green Bay. I mean, dude, even the Cowboys could get Henry. Oh, dude. If they got Henry, good night. I mean, I'm not even trying to be delusional, but they could get Henry. Yeah. Eagles probably could. I think we'd be the best fit to get him because we have the most cap space, though, because we don't have to resign anybody next year. And, like, I think $12 million is what we spent on, like, <laughs> on our first-round picks or something like that. Like, we did not spend a lot of money this year. Yeah. So, coming into next year, I think we're going to be set to actually get a lot of the pieces that we need. But, yeah. So, yeah, he's an advisor role. He's going to be moved to an advisor role. It seems like they're gently moving Pete Carroll out. But I'm uh, – yeah, so Pete Carroll expected to immediately return the 2024, only for it to get changed to where they want him as an advisor role. Um, you know, he has an eye for scouting talent, which I think is true. But, I mean, these coaches are like 70-something years old, dude. They, they – <laughs> They, yeah. they some of these guys are running sports like they run in politicians, and yeah. it's time for them to go. Just let it, just, just enjoy, enjoy watching the game from the sideline and being a spectator. Just enjoy the greatness. Yeah, we understand you were once involved in the camaraderie. Yeah. After that, wraps. Yeah, he said they're not football, bro. What owner is a football person? Like, what, what, 
None like, of these owners are. None of these owners are. They just need they're money just, to to pay off their billions. It's more of a money thing more than a football thing. Yeah, bro. I've been a fan of uh, the Seahawks or the NFL since I was four. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You just need somewhere to put that billion money so you don't have to deal with all these taxes. The only guy who's a decent owner that I could say is a football guy is like Howie Roseman. Yeah. I mean, the, the only reason I think the whole craft thing was just because they were all they they just had that winning culture. Mm-hmm. I'm a billionaire. I like making money. Bill Belichick likes winning games. You make that match. Guess what you're gonna get? A coach that wins games, gets Super Bowls, and a guy that makes money. Because yep. you can't tell me from that TB12 era, but they weren't make cash and checks like crazy. They probably would have cashed more checks if Aaron Hernandez didn't do what he did. Right. Outside of that, it's like two. Get good night. <laughs> good night. Um, but yeah, did you have any other NFL news you wanted to talk about? Oh <coughs> man, that's just what's going on right now. Wild card weekend, all that. All that good stuff. All the important stuff we wanted to update you guys on sports. Yeah. Uh we still got like twenty minutes, so sweet. Um next thing, uh NC or football. College give it football. up to give it up who's who's the let me find this guy's name because this guy just did numbers this year. Who? In terms of being an agent handling his uh is a uh, an agent handling like his uh his people. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Sexton put on a master class this week. Nick Saban retires his client. He uses the Alabama job as leverage to get raises for his other clients. Dan Lanning, Mike Norvell, and Steve Sarkeesian. Holy shit! He then places another client, Kalen DeBoer, at Alabama, and I believe Kalen DeBoer was the head coach at Washington. Yeah. And he came over to take over that Alabama job. Kalen DeBoer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, Alabama may have a good shot of returning sooner than we think. But I, I don't blame it. Nick Saban for. It, bro. I doubt it. Isaiah, bro, Isaiah Bond transferred. Yeah, we're gonna see. What, <laughs> we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. My thing is this: I think it's probably gonna be about a three or four year, probably rebuild for them. But what also and Kirby helps, about to be sitting there like yes, yes. It's the Kirby about to be come next down to dog. Georgia, come down with the dog, come party with the real dogs. Kirby about, but I mean everybody was like Nick Saban want to retire after all that nil money and everything. I'm like dude, he's 74. How much more he, he gave? 72, 74. He like put that. up one of the best eras of in college sports known to man. Yeah, the man. only other person that could beat it was uh, Wooden. With the ten uh, championships, dude, freaking that he had. um, Reggie Bush is a clown for the shit. He yeah, did. exactly. That's what I was getting mad about. I'm like, dude, Nick Saban is 72 years old. Right. You're trying bro. to fight a 72 year old that got seven rings. Get the hell out of here. You got beef with the NCAA, not Nick Saban, dog. Yes, they are the ones who took his Heisman, not Nick Saban. <laughs> and even if he played a Nick Saban team, he would be looking as mid as Leonard Fournette was looking that game. And they played Alabama. Mm. That's just the bottom line. Mm-mm-mm. Marcel Darius in that defense Boobin. against Reggie Bush. Come yeah, on, Yeah, those man. linebackers were exceptional. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, dog. And, like, my thing was this. McCarron lighting it up. The most the most laid-back of white dudes just dropping back and killing you. Yeah, so my thing was, I, it's just, I think it was right for him to go. Like, when I showed you that video of him and Kirby, uh, Kirby Smart shaking hands, it was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. 
I was like, dude, the way he said it in his voice, I was like, I want to blame him if he retired. Yeah. You're 74. You got your Corvettes and everything. You're probably just going to be, honestly, if he, if him and Bill Belichick started a radio show just talking that shit dude, on he, sports, he's going to oh be like the God. president of operations. Nah, they'll probably want him to come back, but he just probably just wants to just go off into the, you got about 15 more years left on your life. I'm chilling. I'm probably doing donuts in that Corvette. I'm going to get as many speeding tickets as I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, it. That's 70 it. Seventy years, like that coaching's really he's done that. Yes, and you gotta think won that life. first ring with LSU and then jumped and was like, I will start the dynasty for Alabama and not turn back. Didn't go to an easier conference. And every coach is trying so hard to find their guy. Yeah, here he is, seven rings later. Seven, seven. Every college is they're struggling, bro. Struggling to find their guy. Exactly. Exactly. And Nick Saban over here did that shit. Easily. In what? what 28 seasons? Seven conference, uh, or what you call seven it? Seven national titles. Seven national titles? Yeah. Ten conference championships? Yeah. Did great. Ten SEC championships at that. Jesus. God dang it. He was like, if I stuck a barometer up your ass, how much mm-hmm. effort do you think we were truly giving out here? And I was like, dude, he's speaking right now. This made me want to go... Let me go run through a wall right now. I'll do it. It's about to happen. But you you don't have none of it. Would he be throwing that hat? That golfer hat? Damn it. It's cut. Damn it. (laughs) Come on. Get downhill now. But yeah, if him and Bill Belichick did a podcast just talking football. Oh, my God, dude. I would just watch that. Oh, my God. I'd That'd probably be the only reason I'd ever try to coach football is they start a podcast and I had to listen to them. Because they used Edelman to, they, they used to coach together at the Browns. It's Matt Leinart, I appreciate it if you know his fucking name, Edelman. Okay. And then you got Nick Saban on the other side. Come on, Edelman! God, <laughs> di- it's cut, Edelman! It's cut! Damn it! Come downhill, right there, right there. You see the linebacker chose. Now you choose the right decision. What is the right decision? On this route. Yeah, like him. I'd honestly pay to watch something like that, but. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna take over now that this vacancy is? I don't care, man. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're OU fans like singing hallelujah because they they don't Alabama have fans, bro. That guy that was Alabama. like, I want to cut off my arm if they put Dabo Sweeney, and I'm gonna <laughs> beat myself to death with it if they get Dabo Sweeney as the head coach. Bro, my though. Y'all Alabama fans had it so good, and then y'all didn't want to show up the games, and then y'all and then <laughs> spoiled. Then, then you guys complained about not winning by enough games, and then Saban had to call y'all out about it. And now look, you're, you it, it wasn't shit when it was good, right? And now you guys haven't won a championship in what four years, four seasons, right? And now look at you. Where are we going wrong? We're back, and y'all ain't been back since what COVID year. The Slovenia year. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, bruh. They were like, I was like, Dapo Sweeney, you know, he wouldn't have been a bad choice considering what he did uh, with what he had. Right. So that's why I was like, Dapo Sweeney wouldn't be bad. But um, now nah, it's just going to be interesting now that there isn't a clear number one. This has brought, like, rebalance back to the – this has probably brought more balance back to the NCAA than NIL and Transfer Portal. Fuck yeah. Got those, like – now you act, like if Nick Saban was probably in his sixties in NIL, oh, I, he would still be yeah, winning bro, championships. Still Let, win. Let's be honest here, NIL wasn't going to change much. Yeah, bro, 
You like, gotta, it was, you, 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 look at Jimbo Fisher. He had all the money in the world. He still couldn't make that roster work. Exactly. You have to be and, good they at still, what you do. and they still got to pay him. They still got to pay him for seven more years. No, they, no, they paid him off. Did they pay him all his yeah, money? Yeah, they paid him. They gave him a $75 million payout. Jesus. And that's but crazy. But that's that oil money. They got that fuck you money. After they fired him at halftime or whatever, they pulled out a check for like $146 million after that. And they were say bounce. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we'll see you later, Jimbo, but we're going to flex on you while we do it. Well, they didn't have a choice, you know? So, I, nah, NAL wasn't going to stop him. Damn, anything. they paid him stupid, though. $75 million. Yeah. $75 mil, bro. Texas, that oil money, man. Well, I think Texas A&M is like number two or number three in terms of how much money. Because it's like Texas, Alabama, then like Texas A&M. Yeah, freaking so, Oregon. And then Oregon's like number four or number five in terms of how much money they bring in. Yeah, Georgia, but, I heard Georgia doesn't pay a lot in NIL. Well, the thing is. is I like, wouldn't go to Georgia for NIL, though. Well, nah. They, it's, I think some of it is probably boosters got to get around to the idea of NIL. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these, a lot of these schools that bring in money, probably didn't score as high in terms of being able to be like number one in the country. Like Texas, when was yeah. the last time Texas was truly number one in the country? You, you know, in top academics? five? No, just top five and playable for an NCAA championship. Two thousand what six? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, if Jer- Gerald McCoy didn't get hurt. I mean, that Alabama game may have went different between him and t- Texas and Saban. Oh, Colt McCoy. Yeah, Colt McCoy. I'm sorry, Gerald McCoy. Yeah, my bad. But um. Uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, you got a lot of these winning teams that are – I mean, that's how SMU was able to make that move to the AC, ACC. They raised over, like, $100 million or something See, but like I'm that. glad that they did that. Yeah, no, I'm glad, too. But, I mean, it, next year with the playoff expansion, I think we're going to see a lot of different teams playing in. A lot of these teams are going to have to adjust with having to make all those trips, though, which right. is going to be crazy. Because, right. like, you're playing – some of those Pac-12 teams went to the ACC. You know – Brad, you're going to be tired getting off that plane and talking about, let's go, boys. We need to get into the playoffs. I'll be like, Brad, I am tired. That's ridiculous. Like having to go to the Big 12. Like U of A has to go to the Big 12 to go play. Really? Or Big 10. It's like. The Big 12 wouldn't have been bad for them. Well, the no, thing they're is, in the Big 12. They're going to the Big 12. Yeah, I think it's the Big 12. The Big 12 the Big isn't bad. Well, no, no. But you got to go hop like two or three hours and no, then go play ball. The furthest day. team in the Big 12 is like Kansas. Yeah, which is Central Standard Time. That ain't bad, though. So it's, it's like, like two, two hours. hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, compared to, like... Ooh, uh, Jesus Christ, imagine, like, uh, Oregon. Yeah, that's what Oregon has to do, too, because I think... They, they got to play the Big Ten. Yeah, so they're flipping two or three hours. Weird. USC. But Oregon's about to be crazy good this season, dude. They yeah. got, uh... Who do they get? They got that dude from Texas A&M. As a quarterback? Evan, uh, no, no, the wide receiver, the five-star. Oh, interesting. Yeah, bro, they got, what, Trajan Holden... They got him, and then they got uh, Troy Flank, uh, Troy Franklin. He's returning too. Okay, okay, Good. okay. Man, dude, they're about to be dangerous. Dan, and then you got to think you got Dylan Gabriel, a seasoned dude, coming in there about to throw them the rock. That's dude, that's dangerous, dog. That's dangerous. Oregon's about to be crazy, and then with that defense, they be calling. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of those guys, I think they're going to do just fine. Washington, I feel, but, Washington fans, I like, like I predicted after, before the championship, like this was probably going to be y'all one and done, you know, hit y'all stride. Hmm. Coach is gone too. I think, I think Ole Miss may be able to make a good move the next year too. Hell yeah. 
so they wow. got that uh they got that uh D tackle from uh Texas A&M. Yeah, They're I see what you're saying. So safety Jake Pope was leaving Alabama to go to Georgia. Alabama's Isaiah Bond enters the porter. He's porter. a wide receiver. Evan Stewart, Stewart commits to Oregon. Yeah, I've seen that. Miami lends Elijah Alston. I guess he's like a uh twenty game starter, played for the wow. That's not bad. Uh Will Rogers names back in the portal. Has re entered the portal as a grad transfer. Back on the market. You know that dude at Oklahoma State's a seventh year senior? Yeah, some of those guys were going on six. That's, that's getting ridiculous though. Especially for quarterbacks, man. I'm not gonna lie. Look, if you're making that money now, you're not gonna probably make that money in the NFL. And a lot of those guys know it. Like, if you're a fourth year, even if like you became a fifth year returner for a running back, yeah, I'm not gonna hold you not to be like, oh, go, like, Brad, no, go make your money, because like you're probably not gonna touch those checks when you go to the NFL. Right. If we're if we're gonna be honest, like a lot, some some of these guys will not touch that money going to the NFL. So make it now. I can't get mad at it, though. I mean, these guys should be – a lot of these guys probably should – I mean, think about how much money Reggie Bush would have been making if he didn't have to get paid under the table or whatever. Like, what is an eighth-year seniors in college football? Talking to the mic. Eighth-year seniors in college football. Jesus. Yeah, so Will Rogers is transferred after Kalen DeBoer is going to uh, Alabama. I think he's going as the defensive – Is Will Rogers good, though? Kalen DeBoer was for Alabama. You said what? Is Will Rogers good though? Um, he transferred from Mississippi State to Washington. I don't think Will Rogers. Yeah, I don't think that dude that good, bro. But who cares? Whatever happened to that guy that he transferred? He sits second on the SEC all-time passing yards leaderboard, behind only Georgia great Aaron Murray, mm. and first in completions. He was on the top names in this year's class of quarterbacks in the portal, and just added a new variable after the action has seemingly settled. So he may try to. I mean, he has to figure out where he Alabama? wants to go. He's going to have to go complete somewhere. He could go compete against Milro at Alabama. It's not like Milro can throw. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden Ma- Maiva chooses USC one day after pledging to Georgia. Georgia. Um. So, it's former UNLV starting quarterback. Jesus. This money stuff is messing everybody up. So, star Ole Miss running back, Quishon Judkins. I thought it was Jukins. I was like, Jukins. that's kind of fire. Commits to Ohio State. Wow. Quinshawn. Why would you go to Ohio yeah, State bro, after he this left. past year, though? Character uh, issues from Ole Miss. From what they say, character yeah. issues from Ole Miss. So, I mean, that seems like it's got a lot of good stuff going on. I mean, we're probably going to check in next week after some dust settles with these games tonight. Because even the Bills, you see that? Man. The Bills are paying anyone eligible who shows up $20 an hour plus free food in exchange for shoveling snow out of the stadium. And they play tomorrow. Or the game got postponed to Monday or Tuesday. So, I don't know if they're going to be able to get all that stuff done, but it's like, what are we doing? You know, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what are we going to do about that? They need to go ahead and hurry up and just build that dome already. Mm-hmm. Got all that money. Build that dome. Yeah, bro, quit being greedy. They need to do something about the... Uh, they need to do something about that... Uh, about the issues and the weather... Well, no, uh, uh, what's it called? They they need to go ahead and just build that dome like Minnesota did. 
So they, they they need it more than like when I was telling dad. Oh, remember like, when that Minnesota dome for yeah, it, it just, in that <laughs> the snow just that inflatable like, shit they put yeah, out. Yeah, that inflatable dome, cheap ass shit. That 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 freaking deployable boil. <laughs> you want to make something deployable like that? Boil. Yeah, cheap ass shit. Oh, cheap. God, that is cheapskate. Wait a minute. The Eagles got the Bucks. What an easy fucking playoff. I don't know. The Eagles suck, but like, what an easy fucking playoff, dog. Yeah, it'd be crazy if they lost. What a fucking crazy. Hold on. I'm going to see something. Who's injured on the Bucks? Baker Mayfield's questionable. Okay. He's questionable again with what? KJ he just Britt. got paid for getting a million dollars for winning this game to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And now you want to be questionable, dog? Well, what? Jesus. So we got the Packers and Cowboys. Then we got the Rams and Lions tonight. God, if the Lions lose to the Rams. Oh, that game. That's the, been the game everybody's been memeing about. Because they're okay. talking about uh, the Rams versus Lions. Because, you know, Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, was dude, like, what a like, wake crazy up, game. Crazy. wake up, dog, come on. <laughs> and then you got, you got Jared Goff, oh probably gonna feel God. some type of way about the Rams. And then we got the Steelers and Bills tomorrow at two. They play at five. They play at two thirty tomorrow. And then the if the Eagles lose to the Bucks, I don't want to hear nothing about Jalen being mad about losing, hating losing more than winning ever again. Dude, if the Bucks you overrated. Man, see, I was about so, to go off right now. I'm gonna be so sick. Let me open that last one. I'll be Eagles cool. and freaking Saints, or Eagles and freaking Bucks. God, bro, I'm conflicted. <laughs> You're conflicted because Mike Evans could really go crazy, and Chris Godwin could go off. Exactly. They're, those are some of the two best receivers in the league. And uh, Baker Mayfield's having like a resurgence here, dude, because he he freaking mopped us. This but they're like, absurd. oh, well, you know, I'm like, dude, the Eagles lost to the Cardinals, dog. And all we got out of A.J. Brown, I don't want to talk about that game. I don't want to talk about it. Let's just throw it under the rug. We should throw you under the rug, buddy. Huh? Yeah, bro. AJ, and A.J. Brown's not playing because of soreness in his knee. I don't from based off what you I was reading. better throw some ice on it. <laughs> that cold weather will fix it immediately. Yeah, based off what I was reading, I don't think. Yep, out. He's out. Yeah, they're going to lose that game. They're fucking cooked. Yeah, A.J. Brown rolled out with versus Buccaneers with knee injury. Baker Mayfield injury update. Buccaneers quarterback questionable for Super Wild Card game. He's going to play. <laughs> they're freaking cooked. I mean, the thing is, Devontae Smith, Are you gonna re- how hard are you going to work to get him the ball? Yeah. Um, you're going to have to probably run the ball. You're going to probably be doing so many quarterback sneaks. You're going to unveil this whole playbook. Man. The touch push ain't going to be as prominent as it is. Especially no. if they get them to third and one. No, and then you got to – do they still have Goddard? Like, bro. Do they still have Goddard as their tight end? I think so. But, dude, all you got to watch out for is Devontae, uh, Devontae Adams or Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah. Just weaseling his it. way around. Yeah. You don't have to watch out for A.J. Brown. <laughs> and that, and Devontae, that's the thing. Devontae, David, all them boys about to do something. Exactly. And my thing is you got the Tampa Bay Bucks. I would give them the over – just because of their defense. Their defense has gone to the Super Bowl. They know what it takes to play against a good quarterback and win games. Yeah. Question is, Baker Mayfield plays tonight. Will he capitalize on those opportunities? Yeah, that's true. And my thing is, I think he is, because it's like, dude, 
you're Baker Mayfield. You just got a million dollar check to get us to the Super Bowl. Right. And you're having a resurgence here after all the ups and downs. You L.A. and then the Panthers, the Browns for some reason didn't work out, which still boggles my mind to this day. The Browns, the fact that Baker Baker needs to get his he needs to get his jersey retired because <laughs> <laughs> he got them their first win into the playoffs. I think did Baker get him to the playoffs? Yeah, I he think did. he did. My thing was he like, got him the first win. <laughs> my thing was like. Baker Baker Mayfield is having a resurgence here. Finally had the time to get his shoulder healthy because he had that shoulder problem forever, and he loves to play ball. Right. He's just a dog. I mean, you can't do anything about that. When I watched those college highlights the other day, when he beat Bama or whatever, or with oh, Bama or Georgia, and he played them. Ohio State. Yeah, them, all of them. No, he all of them. Did he beat Bama? Yeah, because I, no, I think it was we, like one of the CFPs. Was... Baker Mayfield had to play him because I was watching no, the because we, we lost to Georgia in the playoff. Did y'all? Yeah. CFP. Let me see. How many years did he end up playing? Oh, yeah, yeah. With a dramatic double overtime. Mm. But even then, I mean, you going up against a hard Georgia team like that, dog? Just shooting yeah, that Nick with Yeah, Nick Chubb. Yeah. And freaking Sony Yeah, it was show? the Rose Bowl. The yeah, Rose bro. Bowl. So, Baker Mayfield, like... I, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too. I I want them. I want Baker Mayfield to win because I want him to keep doing what he's been doing, which has become like a better quarterback. That was ridiculous how much we slept off on him. All just right. threw him under the bus. But he has the ability to play. It's just he just needed time to nurse that shoulder so he can make the throws he needs to make. Yeah, that's just absurd, man. Yeah, that 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 Browns team should have. They've done absolutely nothing. With that Baker. Browns. They've done absolutely nothing since that. They've gone backwards as a fucking franchise, if anything. Well, I mean, Even with more weapons they have. And Joku and Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. And come on, man. Take me out. Take me out. Yeah, nah, they they, they piss me off as an organization. I organize front offices are the reason that uh NFL football is so dog shit. I'm sorry. These guys don't know football. They over they over suck analytics. And they just watch college highlight tapes and then be like, oh, this guy need to get a five mil check. Oh, and it's like, dude, there's more that goes into football than just that. Right, right, right. Like, they, if you actually watch film, you'll be like, dude, all right, yeah, this guy does not deserve money. Nope. Especially this, guy, fucking, um, this guy deserves money. Especially, um, God, who was that receiver that the freaking, uh, he's from TCU, uh, Eagles drafted him. Jalen Rieger, when you look at a film like that, there's no way you'd even extend that guy. Uh, so, the, but they traded him. But it was like when you look at his film, like, right? This was Howie Roseman's worst mistake as an owner drafting a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh, excuse me. They could have drafted Justin Jefferson. Imagine the Eagles with Justin Jefferson. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Because here's my problem, right? The thing was that pissed me off was like you look at Matt Canada, how does he get a job? Like what ooh, film ooh, did ooh. they see to be like Matt Canada? You deserve a job. Yeah. Um, I, I mean I, that's ridiculous. And then Matt Patricia up there at fucking Lions. Well, they got rid of him quick. They Dude. gave him like two years. And they're like, buddy, you're out. And I was like, thank you. That's how it should kind of roll. You know, I'd move him to more of a defensive coordinator position, like he's been playing before. 
because obviously he knows it. Yeah. But I outside would, of that, yeah. Outside of that, dude, look. You should have been known Bill Belichick was a more suitable candidate than he ever would have been. Like. Exactly, but he wasn't on the block during that time. So <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah that's I mean, true. They were winning. But the thing is, it, what's crazy is this, right? Bill Belichick gets axed off after how many years after the Brady era? Was it three? Three, yeah. They gave him time. They gave him like three years. They for... picked Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Yeah, dog, I I don't I don't know what it is. It's just it just seems that college quarterbacks that win championships they for some suck. reason, yeah, they they're especially absolutely Bama trash. It's especially like especially Bama QBs. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Trash. AJ McCarron ass. Which was wild. AJ McCarron, bro, he that's crazy. Gets almost eaten alive by Mother Nature. Comes back and says, "No, nah, fuck that." I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go win in college football. And where is he now? Lower McCoy. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. the most winning quarterback in CFP or college football history. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Oh, I believe has the most, the best record as a quarterback in college football history. That's crazy. And backup. Dude, freaking Greg McElroy sucked. He was ass. <laughs> Two is not that good. Jalen Hurts is declining. And then, uh, and we look at other quarterbacks. Some of these. Some of these guys that rate talent are just terrible, like yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Um, how does a dude from North <laughs> Carolina get it in? What in the hell? He just had good, like he had some good plays, but he wasn't. He just had a strong arm. That was it. The cannon. <laughs> the cannon. The like, cannon. Drew Locke. If Drew Locke had time to develop, I think he would have been a better he quarterback. He better than be Mitch Trubisky for sure, dude. <laughs> like, right, like even, even Geno Smith. Geno Smith is if playing he, good now. If he never got drafted by the Jets and got drafted by an actual system that would have developed him, maybe even the Seahawks' earlier days. Yep. Bro, that man was a, the way he played at West Virginia. He won games. Man, that's just made tough throws. Was a game manager. Understood clock situations. All that should be ridiculous. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. The only time he lost was to Missouri. And how much can you really blame? Or to Texas. I'm sorry. When he was at Missouri. And how much can you really blame? Well, freaking um. Geno Smith was a he was a menace. He was a menace in college at West at West Virginia. Because then after that they got that safety. They were uh, so Carl good. Joseph. Like that Carl defense Joseph. was disgusting at one time. How hard they were coming down in the Big Twelve. Pause for a while. It was like West Virginia was one of those dark horses in like the Big Twelve. You're like, dude, I, I don't know about these guys. Yeah, they bro. May West do Virginia, something. fucking dude, they were so good, but freaking uh. Geno Smith that year. Like I remember, I went on Roblox to name my character Geno Smith. Geno Smith was. <laughs> That oh, was years man. ago, bro. Uh, that was back go, when Roblox was. I really want to just go buy NCAA and just be making playbooks with you and just be like, look, this will work. Get somebody and coach them <laughs> like we're the coordinators. Dog, what why are you throwing that? It's two. It's a, that's a cover three. Throw it up the seam. Make that safety choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to play some COD too. I want to play some Black Ops zombies, dude. Just chill out. Maybe put some Bro, get you a mini monitor in your room. I'm talking about get like the own bachelor pad. Oh yeah, yeah, dog. Maybe we could. That's uh, why we gotta make it big on here, big doggy. Yeah, I know. So we can get that Patreon, so you can watch a stream. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, some of that stuff is just ridiculous. I'm surprised nobody's tried to offer Tom Brady as a scouting job. He's the only person I would believe that knows dog. Yeah. You know, nobody else. Not like when he was the one who was like, "I believe in Lamar Jackson." They're like, all right, Tom, that may be CTE. And it's like, now look at him. Look yep. at Lamar Jackson. <laughs> all right, Tom, that may be CTE. And it's like, look at look at him now. 
Yeah, bro. She's telling the truth. And Steve Smith Sr. needs to be a freaking. He does. They need to be paying him millions of dollars at the worst at the worst franchises who have no receivers. They need to pay Steve Smith Sr. to dude. scout. Just scout I want around. Tom Brady, Ed Reed, uh, Steve Smith, and Ray Lewis just to be some scouts for me. I'll be like, look, I will pay you whatever you want. Go find me talent. Right. And I'm going to just go pick up an offensive coordinator off the draft block and a defensive coordinator, and we're going to call it a day. Like, I'd probably go get uh, Quinn, the Dallas Cowboys court defensive coordinator. He's going to be my D.C. Offensive coordinator, I, I may just be like, yo, uh, Josh McDaniels. Just be an offensive coordinator, dog. I don't need you don't to do anything. Don't be a fucking head coach. I don't need, sure, I don't need don't. you. I don't need you to try to be. I don't need you to try to beat up Bill Belichick or worry about just win fucking games fucking by putting our quarterbacks in a good position. GM wise, I may just pull Pete Carroll or I may just pull Bill Belichick, and I'm gonna call it a date and bounce. So, yeah, I got the echo out. It was one of those effects. Apologies, guys. Yeah, I guess the thing just turned on and did its own thing. It's, it's right. not really our fault. But um, but yeah, no, that's that's it's kind of how I feel about football. I don't know if you have any general thoughts about. Uh, nah, bro. That's, yeah, this that's it's pretty solid. I mean, we're gonna. Get I think ahead. that's a general consensus. To be honest, yeah. I, like people I mean, tired of the same old. These are all yeah, repeated opinions, and finally, there's being some change in the landscape of. Like the pros and college. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's just fucking finally. It's just the, the, the like I said, front offices are the reason why football is not enjoyable anymore. Like the amount of money that goes into making this game, trying. I understand you're making investments on players and stuff like that. It's called durability, and if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. If you got bones of glass and skin of paper, yeah. That, yeah, you know I mean, and it's ridiculous that. I don't understand how you transition right. to paying these guys like Buku Mills that are top players when it like I could understand playing top players more money like that if a lot of them were like after one or two years they're already t- talking about trades and you're losing guys to trades so you got to lock down guys. But what pe- players are you losing to trades where you got to lock them down for five, six, eight years when they've barely played one year in the league? Health, healthy, healthy. You know what I mean? Right. You play your one, I'll give you your two-year contract. See how you do, freshman. Let's see if you can get over some sophomore slumps. And then, we, like, and then we maybe take you on to like another two-year. And then after that fourth year, if you're not making playoff progression, I'm going to go find a new player. But, I, I, I mean, they're doing this thing where they're offering like six years, 50 mil on a receiver. Like, Marvin Harrison... Looks great on film. Everything and everybody's saying it. But it's still, I'm just saying, I think as a GM, you got to play it smart and just give him a two-year. And we got to put him in a position to win, number one. And if he doesn't show out, what what if he becomes a bust? You got to pay all that money. You got to pay all that money. No, I don't think so at all. I think the thing that's going to ruin him is if he goes to a trash team like uh, Wilson, uh, the receiver that has to play with. uh, Yeah, he has to play with Zach. And he, he's getting frustrated because, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, practicing with Aaron Rodgers was the best game film he has. Yeah. Game performance. Like, dude, that's the only way I could see him being a bust. Yeah. Garrett Wilson's not a bust, though. 
but he's not. He's good as fuck. Exactly, but it's just a quarterback situation. Yeah, bro. And the thing is, it's like <laughs> Garrett Wilson is not. At the ball. Jets are in a position to where they <laughs> they need to win now. They have the players. They just need a quarterback so they can win now. Honestly, they should have probably kept Joe Flacco. Yeah. That would have been way better for him than fucking Zach Wilson, especially. Exactly, well, like especially what they have now. And, and then number two, um, what is it? Number number two, you look at putting maybe um, Zach Wilson. He needs to develop. Mm-hmm. He needs to just develop. He's not a guy that's going to come out and win. I understand it's year four, but you got you got an offensive coordinator that lost his job as a head coach yeah. in in the Denver. Who's their coach? Uh, uh, Hayek? Hackey? Yeah, Hack. Hackett? Yeah, Hackett or whatever. Bro, like, I don't... <laughs> Hyatt. The only reason he's doing well is because he played with coach with Aaron Rodgers before. Mm-hmm. That's why. So it was just like, dust off the old bookies. And then we're back. But now you got Literally, it's as simple as that. But <clears throat> I think you put Zach Wilson in Seattle. I mean, he, he would be quarterback of the... He, he would have a decent career. He definitely would have developed. I think. I think even if they put it, if they had him at the Bills, he would have did better than uh Matt. Yeah. If he was at the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and uh, he was Russell Wilson's backup, that would have been a that would have been a great mentor for him because their play styles are similar. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like if you, I think he would have developed as a quarterback in many other places, except except for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Jets, yeah, Jets, Jets. I mean, Robert Sala, they're still trying to figure that shit out. Even before... Was he like a second-year coach in there? Second or third or something. He was a defensive coordinator with the uh, San Fran. And now the pressure's about to be here in the third year. Well, you been... can only say so much about, well, Aaron Rodgers got hurt, therefore... Mm-hmm. We'll Especially see, with buddy. the defense. Exactly. Defense, got, defense is playing like the Baltimore Ravens defense where you only got to put up 14 points mm-hmm. to win games. To win games. But now you want to sit here and, like, no. And so, I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm not very optimistic about it. You know? Man, but, you know, but but we'll see. I, I mean, I'm just glad as a Packers fan, we look like the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to rebuild years. The only, pers- the only people that we're coming second place to right now is obviously the Texans. Because the, 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 the Texans are, you know, just freaking... Pew, 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 pew. Especially with a first-year quarterback and a first-year head coach, but I mean, you know, there was a lot of questions about our front office and the things we do. Hopefully, maybe the front office finally turns around. We re- like you finally got Aaron Rodgers out because you didn't want him there, or whatever the problem was, and now you got this. It's like, come on, dude! Like, we need to win. we need to go back to winning championships. We're an organization that wins championships. We're not an organization that gets happy when we make like one playoff run. We have decades, we have decades of where we can, we've showed that we belong as championship winners. For Christ's sake, the trophy's named after one of our coaches. <laughs> Why? Jesus Christ. Damn, bro. That's the frustrations as a Packers fan. <laughs> like, the people that understand that are the Steelers. The Steelers had that freaking, the, the Iron Curtain. Mm. You know, the Patriots mm. are barely feeling it. With now, with like, oh, oh Patriots fans, they're down bad now. Just y'all can suck it too, fucking dirty fucking mass holes. <laughs> yeah, you Bostonians. You Bostonian Samuel Adam motherfuckers. Yeah, bathing your snow and gripping. Hopper, hopper, garage. Yeah. 
Yeah, bathe in your snow with your Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Gurgle on it. Yeah, bro. It's crazy how much people on the East Coast love Dunkin'. Whores for it. Yeah, bro. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Here, here we are. We're just Dutch bros all day. DB Dutch, all day. Yeah, DB bro. over DD, dog. DB over DD. <laughs> Dutch bros lemonade is the best. Yeah. I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, them flat cardboard donuts. Bro, Their coffee's not even that good. It, to me, I wouldn't. Starbucks. I, I really wouldn't drink Starbucks coffee. coffee. Just tastes burnt all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? Now, me, I'm a fan of Bustelos. That's all I'd be brewing at the crib. But like, when I gotta go out and get a little sippy sip, it's like, you know, what I mean, like Starbucks is just overhyped. Oh, the Stanley. Let's go. Do we want to talk about the stupid Stanley? Stanley horse. You, 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 you weenies. You guys are make me disgusted. Your weakness is crazy, and you're the reason this country is collapsing. <laughs> you're weak, in the and your bloodline deserves to stop at you. You don't you don't get to move your bloodline on. We don't want that around here. You're going crazy over a cup that you're just gonna fill with water and some sonic ice. D- Come on, there is no way in heaven or hell that you just waste eight or. 20 bucks on a cup that you're just going to fill up with just water. Right. Now, I'm not saying you got to only just keep like coffee in there, but to have a mug that's just a fad is ridiculous. $200. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Fast. It's $200? Doug. You deserve to be in debt. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have the golden handcuffs tighten on you, and you deserve to just live in shambles for the rest of your life. Spending $200 on a mug just for a TikTok or just to be in with the crowd is crazy. Should be illegal, theoretically. It's like there's no, oh, well, it's fashionable function. There is no fashion and functionable on this, dude. There, there's nothing on. We're going on for like 45 minutes. That's why I was like, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but it is All ridiculous. Right. All right, we're good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the 45 minutes take a lot of space. Well, it's going to be like 90 minutes total, I think, on here. Oh. Well, no, it's like 60, actually. Well, we missed like two weeks. That's why I was like, yeah. Mm. But yeah, that, that that's disgusting. Disgraceful. But, but uh, do you have any other shared thoughts you want to give? No, I had to get that shit off my chest about you know, everything that's been going on in football, man. Yeah, yeah, I I feel that. <laughs> Cause I'm being honest, football's doing a lot better than the NBA this year. Yeah. Lord knows, dog. Like Jesus. Hey, I. Once they showed those stats about how much more the NFL viewership was than the NBA on Christmas. Like the I'm biggest like, story in the NBA was the Pacers losing. I mean, the Pistons losing streak. Think about that for a second. Twenty-eight games. Like just, you're giving the media time for losing. Losers. You shouldn't even be putting cameras at their games. Mm. I mean, the only other one was a uh, Halliburton getting hurt with the Pacers. Yeah. But I'm just like and Draymond getting into a fight and Jaw getting injured. That's it. That's it, bro. Like there's, Jokic is just doing Jokic things. Warriors fall off, but we're not surprised about that. That yeah. play style of basketball. We told we told y'all back in 2016, we said, y'all need a big man. Oh, we got Steph Curry. We're going to chuck up threes forever. Now look at you, getting out-rebounded. You can't make this up. How are you going to get a three when you can't get a rebound? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, that's what our coach used you to tell us. Draymond Green's going to be able to guard a, a dude like Jokic or Wimbenyama? Minute oh, for speaking minute. of that, I was watching some lowlights of the Spurs. Dog. They don't want to pass them. Yes. Oh my God, that is disgusting. Jeremy How do you? Sohan is a bitch. All of them. The cut <laughs> to the basket, and even the announcers were sitting there. 
oh, he missed a lob. He, like, I'm like, dog, I'm just waiting for you to do the move so I can just throw it up there. Right. I will be the greatest. <laughs> I will be the greatest Robin to Batman ever known to man. You couldn't stop the lobs, the pick and rolls, everything. I'm just pass the ball, do my little shimmy cut towards the baseline, and I'm clearing out. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. And I'm like, all the, but the thing is, a lot of, I think what it is, a lot of those guys want to, um, the same thing that happened with like LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It's like in his early on career. Oh, he's over. Like, I think there's genuinely, I don't know if they just can't see the play. Or they're genuinely no, they're like just, they're they're intimidated about Victor Wembanyama really coming here and being the main guy. Yeah, because some these guys. If are you cared to... about balling like that, you'd be making nice dimes and assists. You'd be getting your assists up looking crazy good. 15, 15 assists, eight. T- he's averaging a lot of assists and he's getting getting defensive rebounds. I'm just playing your help as Wembanyama because all I'm going to let Wembanyama do is just roam the paint. So if I just run guys off the baseline and I don't. Put women Yama at a point to where he has to foul, and I'm forcing these guys to try to shoot floaters. Guess who looks great defensively? Mm-hmm. Me. And then we get the rebound. Guess who Wimbin Yama gonna pass the ball to? Me, obviously, because I give him the ball right back. Off a gif and go, a pick and pop, whatever you want. But I'm not a, thinking about that. No, because you care, know they care so much. They don't. They it's see. like how does one guy walk in and just take all the limelight? He's seven foot six. But he can score from anywhere on the court. Right. That's why he's making the money. You're not. <laughs> Tell like, like I, you know, oh, why, you know, when people are like, oh, why can't I have my cake and eat it too? It's the same reason why you can't because it was never meant for you. Right. And that's what we're seeing. But like, you want to get jealous, get mad, and be all no. Give him the ball. Right. The only orders I'm barking is just like, hey, dude, I think you could get a better mismatch if you work the baseline a little bit harder if I come down and uh, set the pick. Right. Then you can get a guard on you on the low block and do whatever you want. And if they double team, just look for me in the corner, dog. And then I'm going to just run and go. Right. Just like that. That's it. But, yeah, nah. I mean, Zion is finally, I haven't heard Zion's name in the news, which means he must be doing well finally. Finally. Yeah, bro. Finally staying out of trouble. Thank God. The only team I'm excited that I want to see to maybe do some damage is I want Sacramento to put the sword in the Warriors' chest and end it for all. Wait, who? The Sacramento Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get their get back. Yeah. I mean, I want that. Put them out of their misery. Put old Yeller down. Put old Yeller down. Steve Kerr just bitching all the time. I'm getting tired of him. Yeah, bro. Steve Kerr annoying himself for that shit. Jesus. Bitch ass nigga. So, but yeah, I I think we got everything we had to say out. Hell yeah, man. But yeah, oh, baseball's about to turn around. Ooh. But that'll be it for another episode, guys. So, hey. uh, but yeah, so you don't have any closing remarks or anything like that? Uh, no, nah, man. All right, sounds good. Um, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Headless Horseman podcast, where we get a little headless, a little reckless, but we bring it in at the end of the day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Optimus Coctimus. Joined today with Seymour Bucks, mate. And catch us on all major streaming audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Catch us on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Also, if you're on Spotify, look at our interactions. Let us know what you guys think about the episode. And uh, give us some thoughts overall about sports. If there's any talking points you'd like to see us hit next time, let us know on there. Let us know in the comments, DMs, all that. And, uh... With that being said, headless horseman, let's ride. Ooh. Don't attach us to that bullshit. <laughs>